all have equal opportunity, but we all have the opportunity to be better than we currently are. We all have the opportunity to be and do better than we did yesterday. Let me say that again and allow it to sink in. We don't all have equal opportunity, but we all have the opportunity to be better than we currently are. Welcome to the Science of Growth Podcast, where you'll be captivated by the fascinating world of personal development. Raymond Rivera shares dynamic insights, captivating personal accounts, and explorations into the halls of mental growth. Now sit back, brace yourself, and be transformed by the rewiring of your mind. Welcome to the Science of Growth Podcast. This is episode numero seis, number six. I'm your host, Raymond Rivera, MBA, and today's going to be another interesting topic that we're going to talk about. It's titled Land of Opportunity. So let me just say this uh, before I get started. You know, the last episode that we did, episode number five, in that short audio clip at the end, I just want to say that it still hits me to this day. I remember when I did the audio to it, it was in 2021, and I know who was in me. I know who was saying those words in my head, who was yelling those words. It was the God in me. It was seriously a point in time where I was connected with the Creator. I was connected with the Creator of the universe, and it was in full expression at that point. It was beautiful. It was a powerful moment to say the least, and... Make sure you go back and you check it out if you haven't seen it already. Make sure you listen to it. It's at the end of episode number five. Now, this podcast is on every podcast hosting platform you can think of. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, etc. Take the opportunity to speak with that person that you know needs to learn about growth in their life or that person you just want to engage in conversation with and tell them about what's going on here at the Science of Growth podcast, whether they are an Uber driver, whether they're the mailman, a co-worker, a boss, a friend, or an enemy. It doesn't matter. Spread the word. Now, in today's show, as I talk about the land of opportunity, I challenge you to think deeper, to observe, and to go all in. I'll get into that shortly, but before I do, a quick word. Earlier this week, I completed my second book. It's called The Circular Continuum Paradigm Shift Manifesto. It's on paperback and it is on Kindle. It runs over 150 pages and it's a very elaborate view of the subconscious and the conscious mind consolidated into the growth cycle model. This will change the way that you view life and it will change the way that you view yourself. I will expand your mind and challenge you how to think. Once again, it's called the Circular Continuum Paradigm Shift Manifesto, and if you want to shift your paradigm, stop reading and listening to the self-help fairy tales and the personal development mind control artists. I'm not promising you anything. The only thing that I am promising you is a red pill, and now the choice is yours. But now, a word from my company. Do you want to turn your business dream into a reality? Renaissance Business Coaching can help. Our team of experienced coaches will work with you one-on-one -on -one to craft the perfect blueprint for success. 
Launch your business in no time with expert business coaching and financial planning. With our team at your side, you'll have the support and resources you need to reach your goals faster. Don't delay. Contact Renaissance Business Coaching at 502-305-3545 or email us at contact at rgfleadership.com. Mention the science of growth for 50% off your next service. Now back to the podcast. Okay, first and foremost, just like I always do, my thoughts are my thoughts. I am not the spokesman for anyone else other than Raymond Rivera, my family, and my business. So remember, be wise when you listen to me. Eat the watermelon and spit out the seeds. And if the seeds are good enough for you, then by all means, eat the whole thing. Choose wisely when you listen to me, all right? Now, what is the land of opportunity? First, we need to ask, what is the land? What does that mean? Well, let me tell you what I mean by this. I want to read you this entry from my book. You ready? By mere acknowledgement of the B-sort, the willing participant in the paradigm shift has been evicted from the comfort zone and is now located in a more expansive plot of land. Looking down this dark road, past an entrance no longer in sight, a choice arises. The farther the individual travels from the entrance the more they realize what is approaching them. As a sign approaches, with the environment dark and difficult to see, the sign states, entrance to the maze. Decision presents itself once again, this time through fear of the unknown, as the approach towards unfamiliarity begins. The land I'm speaking of is not a physical place. It isn't seen with your eyes or experienced with any of your five senses. Instead, it is experienced through your mental faculties. The land is your mind. It is that place where thoughts begin, where they start. The very interesting part of this awareness is that the land I reference is not ruled by anyone outside of it. Or is it? Some of you hearing me may have someone outside of you controlling what is going on in your mind. I'm going to get deeper right now. I make reference in my book to the B-sort. Now, you may not know what that is, so I'm going to explain it. This is a representation of all thoughts, feelings, and actions that are in alignment with your goal, a.k.a. your future state. The A-sort is the exact opposite. Now, both A and B-sorts have paradigms. In episode one, I didn't get into that much detail behind paradigm, but I talked about some of what I have experienced. Now, in psychology, the term is known as meta-paradigm. I've referenced this as the overarching paradigm in an individual or also in an organization. Let's start by defining what meta-paradigm actually is. I was reading this old text by Stephen Swartz on psychology. It's a textbook that's part of an educational curriculum in university and something I wanted to talk about. Take out your pen and your pad. No excuses. Metaparadigm is divided into six subsets, or what I call micro-programs. Let's get into all of them. First, psychoanalytic paradigm. This is where your experience comes into play. Your history. Now it's the what has happened to you and the how it has happened to you. Number two, socio-cultural paradigm. This is your cultural rule sets. Think societal norms. The community you're with, 
and the social norms that you abide by. Number three, behavioral paradigm. These are your learned habits. Now in my book, The Wall Within, I focus on habit change that's in alignment with the B sort. So going from the A sort to the B sort. The next one, number four, cognitive paradigm. Your attitudes and your attributions. These are your connections for why things happen the way they do. So in your psychoanalytic paradigm, it's what has happened and how it has happened. In your cognitive paradigm, this is where you determine why the things have happened to you the way they have. The next one, number five, biological paradigm. These are your genetics and your DNA. Illnesses, drug effects, diseases, or your overall health. That's your biological paradigm. And lastly, number six, humanistic paradigm. These are your values and your concept of self, also called your self-perception of your, or your self-image. This is what Dr. Maxwell Maltz termed as your cybernetic mechanism in his book, Psycho-Cybernetics. Very interesting stuff. Now, why is all of this important? Because all of these paradigms are structures in the land you occupy. Now, I explained proxy in episode 4, but let's do somewhat of an exposition of it here. As its nature seems to be ever-changing, we can use these laws in the proper context to explain the title of this episode. Paradigm is the devil, is the literal personification of the meta-paradigm you desire to change. Some you cannot, like the biological paradigm I mentioned, but still, paradigm is the voice of comfort, and it is wordy, and it is over-detailed, prohibiting you from moving forward, and you cannot experience or identify opportunity without taking risks. It takes closed eyes to truly see. Relentless is the state. It is the state of mind you need to have in order to fight the war against yourself. I mentioned this already in prior episodes on being relentless. Specifically, it's episode two and episode number three. Occupation is the way simply means if you are not in control of your own territory, then someone or something needs to be evicted. Take full residency of your mind. Occupy it right now. Examination is the key to learning what paradigms are prohibiting you from action. Yet if you don't examine these paradigms, you don't know what they are. So examine yourself so you can unlock the portals of discovery. So making a mistake or failing helps you open up these doors. So remember, mistakes are the portals of discovery. You are the head of the table. There is no one else. So wipe those tears from your eyes and pull up your pants because it's time to move. Let's break this down further. Get your favorite cutting knife and let's eat some steak right now. Let's look at the beginning of this entry by mere acknowledgement of the B sort, meaning your awareness has shifted now. The willing participant in the paradigm shift has been evicted from the comfort zone. You are now out of the land you have occupied for so long. It wasn't the land of opportunity. It was the land of comfort and is now located in a more expansive plot of land. Things are open for you now and you're free to be curious. Looking down on this dark road past an entrance no longer in sight, 
a choice arises. I remember when my wife and I went to Puerto Rico in the mountains of San Sebastian in 2015. Not only was it dark, and if you've ever driven in Puerto Rico in the mountains at least, you know how small the roads are. They're very small. But there was a dense fog, and I could literally not see in front of the vehicle. I was in a panic. I still talk about it now, how I was positive that we were going to go off of the hill. We were going to go off of the cliff. It's scary not knowing what's in front of you. But a choice arises. Do you stop and turn back, or do you keep going? The farther the individual travels from the entrance, the more they realize what is approaching them. A sign approaches with the environment dark and difficult to see. The sign states, entrance to the maze. So you're traveling down this dark path, and you're evicted from a place of comfort and safety, and you feel like retreating. But there is no one else there. It's just you and your imagination. The question is, what do you do? Have you been through pain? Do you have enough grit to continue? I love this analogy. See, that's what happened to me. I would exit a place of comfort only to find out that the road I was walking on was dark and lonely and the destination I made it to had a huge sign. And that sign had an emoji, right? And that emoji is the one that, you know, had the smiling face with the sunglasses. And that emoji was holding up a sign. And it said, entrance into the maze. So there was again another choice for me to make. Another opportunity to retreat and fall back or to continue down this dark path. Now there is one thing certain about a maze. There is an entrance and there is an exit. But the duration of time you're in the maze is unknown and the amount of twists and turns that we take in it is unknown also so here is the cyclical nature of how this thing works concerning opportunity i've noticed this through decades of trial and decades of error in business and in life the first stage you go through when confronting an issue is first paradigm as stated earlier you have six micro-programs that make up your meta-paradigm and either hinders or moves you to take action. Now, phase two and phase three are when a person or an organization enter into a tension zone. Initially, there is a negotiation process that takes place and that occurs in your conscious mind until you begin to accept the thought emotionally. That is when the thought enters your heart as described in the Bible. Now, a lot of you who are listening to me right now have been religious for your whole lives. Now, I want you to hear this. The heart as described in the biblical text is nothing more than the subconscious mind where emotions and where feelings live. So as a man thinketh in his heart, that so he is, means as a man thinks in his subconscious mind, that so he is. Now, opportunity is cyclical, meaning if you don't recognize opportunity when it stares you in the face, then you will miss it and it will pass you by. Therefore, our focus should be to accelerate the cycle so that the opportunity comes to us once again. Every level that you seek to enter 
by operating at higher frequencies require the decision to take advantage of an opportunity. Now, if you miss out on the decision or you fail to act upon it, then you must wait for it to come back around. I've seen this over and over again. When opportunity arises, if you don't recognize it and you miss that opportunity, it is time for you to wait because now you have to wait. If you want to, if you desire to operate at that higher frequency, now you have to wait for it to return. Therefore, our focus should be to accelerate the cycle so that the opportunity comes to us once again. Every level that you seek to enter by operating at higher frequencies requires a decision to take advantage of that opportunity. If you miss out on the decision or you fail to act upon it, then you must wait for it to come back around. So opportunity is something that we attract to ourselves as we act according to the B sort. Here is the typical process. Conscious thought molds into subconscious feeling, which in turn develops into action or behavior. So the process follows the same sequential order. Conscious thought, subconscious feeling, action through your physical body. However, once we focus on the B sort and we know what that looks like and feels like, then we don't need to think twice about it. We simply act. And since we are in alignment with the B sort, we are not afraid to take action since we are in alignment with the B sort. This is the science of growth. Now, in conclusion, the land of opportunity already exists in your mind. An opportunity manifests once we take action in alignment with the B sort. So since we are taking action and not stopping to negotiate or paralyze ourselves, the only remaining option is manifestation. Once again, don't think, act. Thank you for tuning in this week. I know this podcast is providing value for those who are seeking truth and searching for a process in the journey of personal growth. Listen, you have all the tools you need to make it to the next level. So don't hinder yourself. Lastly, this month I'm going to be focusing on my next journey, which is completing a chapter in book 12 of the Cracking the Rich Code book series led by Jim Britt. He was the original coach for Tony Robbins. This international bestseller has been on the bestseller list over 10 times, and it is positioned to do it once again. I will be featured as a co-author in this book, and I am excited about it. But last and not least, this week, when you are on the front lines, don't forget to be brilliant, to be brief, and to be gone. Have a great week.